Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. Welcome to Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. A Jordan Morris boy, detective. Oh, Jordan. Jordan, 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 Jordan. You've been doing a lot of swimming these past few years. It's true. And it's really expanded the palette of weirdos in your life (laughs) to both land weirdos and aquatic weirdos. Sure. The weirdos of the sea. (laughs) Yeah, sure. (laughs) I guess they're amphibious weirdos. I guess I don't know any weirdos who are exclusive to the water. Anyway, they're kind of platypuses. I mean, cuttlefish. I don't know any cuttlefish. But they sound great. I'm just saying they're fucking super weird. Yeah. You said it, man. And as far as I know, they can't breathe air. If they can breathe air, we're fucked. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> they're going to get up here, start that, switching that is, colors. and As soon as one of those things crawls up on land, I'm biting down on the cyanide pill. Making themselves look like it's rocks. Over. Or... It's over. I don't need that. I don't need that. I don't need to see what comes after. What's going on in the aquatic center, Jordan? Thank you for asking. Uh, so this is, I have an update to a story that I told at one of our recent live shows. Uh, we've been doing some intimate live shows here at the Rock Rose Art Gallery. I think they're folks who... not purely sexual, but... <laughs> they're sensual. They're not insubstantially sure. sexual. You know, if you want to get fingered during the show, just don't make a big thing of it. No. We're not going We're not going to narc on you. Yeah, but don't do a whole thing. Don't like do a whole th- thing. And check in first. When you're taking your seat, check in with those around you. Are you cool if we finger a little? Sure. And they probably will be. We don't. They have probably a- will be, but respect their wishes because they've yes. paid to be there at the show as well. Exactly. So uh, I have an update. So I think uh, folks who weren't there uh, are going to get to hear this in the bonus feed if they are Max Fund members. But I have an I have a significant update, and I'll give you a little Cliff's Notes version of what I talked about there, so you can understand the update. We talk on this show a lot about the pros and cons of a ga- engaging with randos. We're talking rideshare drivers, man at the diner. Man at the library, you know, these could lead to some fascinating conversations, but then you could also get trapped in a kind of insanity whirlpool that it is hard to escape from. They might bring out a copy of The Purpose Driven Life and really get to talking. Sure, or whatever their self-published version of The Purpose Driven Life is. (laughs) Yeah. It has a very shiny cover. (laughs) Um, yeah, so, so I, I'm, I usually do not engage. Jesse, you engage a little bit more often than I do. I'll be curious to hear what our guest thinks about this matter. But I see when I go to my pool a kind of worst case scenario version of this. There is a man who swims at my public pool. I do not know his name, but his vibe I could only describe as Santa. This okay. is a Santa-looking man. Like if Santa were a cuttlefish? Uh, no, I don't, I don't think he can change color in order to escape predators. I think this guy's just the one color. And he's not flat at all? Not flat. Very not round. flat. Around. Too, almost too flat. No, uh-uh. Um, this is a three-dimensional man. <laughs> um, and so every time I come to the pool, he is swimming in the lane closest to the lifeguard. And what he does is he he treads water like in front of the lifeguard tower. And every time I come in, he is just yelling something at the lifeguard. He is in like mid rant. Here are two things that I've walked in on. One, I'm I'm coming in. He's treading water, looking up at this lifeguard, who's a teen, by the way. These are teens. And he's yelling, well, that's how China and North Korea are going to get us. <laughs> So that's one. <laughs> Two days later, I come in. He had in. been discussing weaponry. <laughs> I guess. Maybe uh, computer viruses. I don't know. Computer I don't ta- I don't pay viruses. attention to the news. Could be. So that's, that's day one. Later that week, I come in. He's doing his same thing. He's treading water, yelling up at the teen. That's why I don't like pizza. It's too hot. <laughs> <laughs> it's too hot. 
I guess he doesn't understand that you could let it cool down or... No, he sees a pizza. He's got to run for shelter. He's got to run for shade. Chomps too hot. So, so you know, and, and this to me is kind of a, a you know, a a kind of a a fable, if you will, a warning against engaging with the randos in your world because you're going to get a monologue about North Korea. You're going to get out an opinion about how pizza is too hot. A lot of Aesop's greatest tales take right. place at the Verdugo Aquatic Center. Yes, <laughs> the Aesop, one of the best. Huh? <laughs> Uh, so I am I am I am walking up to the pool uh, a few days ago, and coming out, I have never seen this man out of the water. Coming into the parking lot as I am coming into the parking lot as I am going into the center is Santa. Santa is fucking huge. Santa is massive. The the, the I I would describe his physique as Viking. Okay, like, like so when you say huge, yeah, what? I don't want to be gross here. What of his body is huge? Just a huge. What in of every, him? What of him is huge? What Maybe it's is, his personality. It, that certainly, but also just just big man. Like you know the remember the the wild people from Game of Thrones. Yeah, sure. He's like a guy. He's one of those guys who has two lines. You know, one of those. You know, one of those Game of Thrones guys hmm. is the spokesperson. For Scott's brand lawn care products, didn't know that. It's one of two advertisements that's run that runs during the streaming <laughs> version of a baseball game, right? And um, it is a horrible nightmare because mm-hmm. the premise of the advertisement is Scott for Scotts, and Scott is a Scott, uh-huh. Scott yeah. the Scott for that's Scotts. Fun. But if you have never heard a Dane. Try and do a Scottish Ooh, accent while speaking yeah, English. Yeah. Oh boy, it is. I'm like the first few times I saw it, I didn't remember that he was the guy from Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what are, do do they have like a do they have like a a person having a stroke dubbing over the sound <laughs> over the like it was so bananas. And then I was like, that's the Game of Thrones. That's the fucking Game of Thrones guy. I looked it up. It's the Game of Thrones guy. He's Danish and he should not be asked to do a Scottish accent. <laughs> That's all I have to say about Scott from Scots. It's a fucking nightmare. They just have a Scottish person do the voice. Commercials, the mouth never matches the words anyway. Then you won't remind people of a TV show that famously didn't stick the landing. Yeah, exactly. Now, Scott's lawn care products always stick the landing. You're ne- never going to have to go. deal with Thank dandelions you. or or dry patches. Right. Or <laughs> or rushed character arcs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just dramatic changes yeah. in the pace of storytelling. <laughs> um, they had to get out of there and make a Star Wars movie. Yeah. Um, so, so I'm coming out, and I am carrying my car trash. I am carrying a bottle of water and an apple core. Is he tall? Yes. So this guy is like, uh, is he Se- like a, seven is feet he, if he's a day? <laughs> is he ag esque? Yes. Yeah. No, that's a great way to describe him. Yeah. Our but friend like Steve Ag. Yeah. Our friend Steve. Well, Steve Ag's maybe is jacked. We've never seen him with his shirt off. You're right. Steve, come on over. Take off your shirt. Let's take a Steve look. Steve Ag, post shirtless pictures on Maine. <laughs> <laughs> so. So I and he so I'm carrying this car trash and he's looking at me. He is making eye contact with me. And this is strange because I've never talked to this guy, but I have thought about him a lot. Right. So it it is it is like I've kind of manifested this, you know. Do you think it's possible that you were making eye contact with him? No, I saw him come out and immediately like shame looked at my phone. Okay. I knew, I knew who, because he, you know, he and then he did one of those where he turned his, he turned his head sideways and then brought it in under between your face and your phone and and Marvel snap, yes, raised his raised his eyebrows. Ah, so he's looking at me, and as soon as we get close enough, he points directly at me. He points directly at me. I'm carrying my car trash, and he just yells, "You eating before you go in, huh?" What? 
it's did I create that? I guess he he I guess he was doing the like you shouldn't eat before you go in the pool thing, and he saw the apple core. I remember you from all about Steve. <laughs> yeah, maybe he's a fan. <laughs> maybe he's a fan of <laughs> uh, Sandra Bullock movies that met well but turned out to be kind of a fiasco. I watched Action Sports Cable. Yeah. I It was so weird. I didn't know what to say. I just looked away and walked in. It, it did feel like what? my brain had created the moment. You didn't even engage? You didn't I even know. say thank you? No, nothing. I just looked away and ran in. I was kind of scared. And you it didn't like give was, a salute? And it, there was an element of two of like, dad's mad. Dad is mad because I'm swimming. <laughs> I've, I'm swimming with recent food in my tummy. Felt like he was going to, you know, lay into me about majoring in theater or something next. Terrifying. This Santa. You didn't. You didn't even. Do, you didn't even give an a, a, a an ICU nod. No, I should have. I just. It was. You, did you look over your shoulder and pretend like you thought he was talking to someone else? Jesse, I have. I didn't. I have improv training, and I couldn't bring myself to respond to this man. I couldn't. Yes, use, and yes. I'll be eating some more before I jump in. Yes, <laughs> and my pockets are full of nuts. <laughs> yes, and my pockets are full of nuts, Father. See, I give <laughs> I give him some information about himself. Right. Yeah. He knows. Yeah. Anyway, no presents. So for now me this he Christmas. knows that- no fucking presents for me. God damn it! Another now present he knows this Christmas. Now he knows he's your father, mm-hmm. and that mighty trees will grow from your pockets after you go swimming. <laughs> that's true. That's that's tree. <laughs> 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 That's what nuts are, right? Seeds? I Yeah, nuts are seeds. <laughs> nuts are seeds. The Jordan Jesse Go story. Sure. <laughs> what is uh, a nut but a seed that has yet to take root? Let's introduce let's introduce our guest because they have been pre-gaming this show. They've been eaten bef- right before they go in. Yeah. And we need to they we don't need give to a, address They don't give a shit about cramping up. We need to address this situation that has arisen. Uh, they are one of the hosts of Maximum Fun's award-winning podcast, Fanti. Uh, they are also the author of a brand new book called We See Each Other, A Black Trans Journey Through TV and Film, Trayvill Anderson. Hi, Trey. How are you? Hello, hello, hello. I am doing all right. How are y'all? Pretty good. I was excited to see the distinctive spoon of a blended ice cream treat (laughs) (laughs) as we prepared this. A blended ice cream treat, that which lives between ice cream and milkshake, Mm -hmm. requires a spoon. However, it requires a particular spoon, one that also pretends to be a straw. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, what the fuck is up with that? You can't drink it through the spoon, can you? You can't. You can't. It's a McFlurry. We should say we're tra- we're talking about oh, a McFlurry. Yes. An yeah. Oreo McFlurry to be exact. Um <laughs> from yesterday, if that matters. Uh it for does. The audience yeah, no, out this there. is the central besides the spoon thing, which obviously we need to address. <laughs> we can't I mean, you know, we can't leave that lying. You know, it's like it's like having a town hall with Trump and not bringing up the results of the court case. Well, um, we have to address the spoon, obviously. <laughs> However, I think we also need to engage with the question of this being yesterday's blizzard. Yeah. Let's start with the spoon. Mm-hmm. Have you ever used one of those spoons for anything other than spooning? Absolutely not, because what else? It it doesn't have any other use. It is um, it hollow, right? It's hollow, yes. Um, up until the the actual scoop part. If I'm not mistaken, the machine that they use goes like into the spoon and uses the spoon oh. to stir it. 
And so there is a purpose for it, just not for the consumer. We're getting a nodding confirmation from Matt Lieb. (laughs) Producer Matt Lieb. (laughs) (laughs) If he also picks up a couple of shifts at McDonald's once in a while. It was driving me crazy. I was like, come on, you guys have to know this. You have to know. You've seen it. You've seen the McFleur. That's how they do it. I'm more of a blizzard guy. <laughs> Shout Sorry. out to a blizzard. We love yeah. a Dairy Queen over Shout here. Shout out blizzard, yes. big up to Twisters. Uh, I don't really fuck with McFlurries. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, That's gang. all right. It's just reality. Okay, so the machine goes into the spoon. Because my other theory was mm-hmm. that the spoon has that weird square. So the spoon in question has like a square straw-like shaft. But, yes. but, but square in shape. And, uh, or, you know, rect, you know, what's a long square called? A hexagon. Uh, rhombus? <laughs> yeah, rhombus. Shit, I don't know. <laughs> I took this geometry isn't a, This isn't a geometry grade. podcast. This is a seed yeah. podcast. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> about seeds and agriculture. So, but my, my working theory before... Trayval, you and and Matt Lieb <laughs> described this fucking horrific sounding piece of machinery <laughs> that feeds your food through a straw spoon or something. <laughs> I assumed it was for structural integrity. Just, mm. If it's not a straw, right. maybe it's like when you're, it's like some McDonald's guy's version of when you use the toothpicks to protect the egg that you dropped off the ceiling in physics class. Mm. I guess, yeah, I, I was kind of with you, Jesse. I assumed that the unusual shape and girth is just because the <laughs> the McFlurry is such a thick treat. Right. And maybe, you know, a normal spoon can't so handle So the girth it. has to do with the thickness. But yeah, the girth is directly well, proportional to the thickness. My God, today. <laughs> and, and yeah, I just assumed that, you know, a lesser spoon couldn't couldn't take such thickness. And mm. <laughs> you know that you just needed a hardier tool. Right. There's some truth to that, you know. <laughs> yeah. I'll just say I've attempted to use a, a Dollar Tree spoon, okay? Oh. On a McFlurry. Very difficult. I believe just it. for the record. How I want to know how how they how they keep. I guess, you know, this is one of those things that <laughs> I you know, these fast food ice cream treats, I like some more than others, but even when I've got an okay one, I will just finish it, you know? Mm-hmm. No self-control. Um, We've addressed on this program things. the fact that it is genuinely distressing that there are sizes of these treats other than small. <laughs> sure. Given that the small is a pound of ice cream. Right. And candy. <laughs> There's yeah. like 2,000 calories in one small size, and people are going in there like, I'm, you know what? I'll get the medium. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, what, how do you, how does it keep, how does it keep uh, till the next day? Not great, um, but- <laughs> Thank you for your honesty. <laughs> you know, it, 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 it did what it needed to do, nonetheless. Okay. Yep. You know, you know, like when you like- when ice cream melts and you try to refreeze it and it's like crystallized or yeah. whatever, it's it's giving that energy. Um, so, but I I also mixed in it um, Swiss Miss, you know, the little hot chocolate powder. Okay. Um, with the uh with the ma- marshmallows, so you know that kind of you know reinvigorated it. So, okay, new, so a you life. that's a good hack, Trayvell. You're telling us you. You you hit the golden arches. <laughs> I call it Mickey D's. <laughs> you got yourself. You got yourself uh, a McFlurry. Mm-hmm. You watch some kind of diabolical steel man beast manipulate your spoon <laughs> in order yeah. to twist. Jesse, you've you've seen you've seen Wild Wild West, right? <laughs> sure. This is like the mechanical steampunk spider that Will Smith fights at the end of Wild Wild West. That's what makes a McFlurry. Got it. <laughs> Side note, by the way, I was I was in a rideshare vehicle in Mexico City the other day, mm-hmm. and Wild Wild West came on the uh, no, not Wild Wild Re- West. Uh, Men in Black came Men on black, the radio. Yeah. 
You know, mm. the Will Smith song. Will Man Smith's in Black. other rap about the plot of the movie that plays over the credits. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> when that when that movie came out, I was like 15 or whatever. I don't remember how old I was, something like that. And obviously I was way too cool. I was way too cool to like the song Men in Black by Will Smith. Mm-hmm. Uh, he didn't even swear. Um, <laughs> but I listened with fresh ears, not having heard the song in 10 years. And you know what? I enjoyed it. I thought Will Smith really did his thing. He's, you know, I remembered, <laughs> oh yeah, Will Smith is a is a light and charming rapper. Mm, Will absolutely. Smith has... He traipses trippingly off the tongue. The, the rhymes of the rhymes of Will Smith. That's why they call him the Bard. Okay, so Trayvell, you had put your McFlurry into the freezer mm-hmm. after consuming what? Roughly half. About half, yes. Okay, you pulled it out of the freezer, and first of all, your freezer is at the wrong temperature relative to the soft serve machine at McDonald's. Well, I wouldn't say wrong, just a different temperature. (laughs) That's a little judgy, Jesse. (laughs) No, you're so uptight. (laughs) I'm here. I'm here for nothing, if not to judge this McFlurry. Wow. So you're okay with fingering in the audience, but not freezers that are at slightly different temperatures. (laughs) I'm okay with fingering in the audience. Again, if you get the go ahead from those around you, because they have to also be comfortable. So, Trayvell, so you had half a McFlurry. Mm-hmm. It was too hard, mm-hmm. right? That was the problem, right? Too hard? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was, it was hard. soft. Yeah. It was too mm-hmm. hard. And Too hard, uh, too thick. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, Ralph Nader's other book, <laughs> Too Hard, <laughs> Too Thick, Out of Control. Documentary, was that a book first? Yeah, it was a Unsafe at any speed? Is that what we're talking about? Oh, I'm thinking of fast, cheap, and out of control. Oh, okay. Fast, cheap, and out of control. That's the Errol Morris yes. uh, documentary. Okay, okay. Fucking one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, but you know what? Uh, unsafe at any speed? One of my favorite books about the necessity for seatbelts yes, exactly. of all time. <laughs> I'm glad we figured out what I was talking about. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, there's just a world where that was nonsense. I'm I'm glad we followed the thread. Anyway, yeah. thank this you. whole show I've been talking about Vernon, Florida, the <laughs> Errol Morris movie. Right, yeah. Um, okay, Great so group Halloween costume. If anybody wants to go as every character from Vernon, Florida this year. Oh man, that would be amazing. What is it that he calls those turtles? Like some tortoises that he calls something amazing. No, he calls them like dogs or something like that. <sighs> yeah, Skeeters. I can't remember what it is. Anyway, Vernon, Florida. Vernon, Florida. If anyone wants to do Vernon, Florida or Riverdale. No. Oh, I'm down great. for either. A lot of fun. Um, Trayvell, so it was too hard. You took it out. I'm Did gonna you? Ju- I'm going to be Jughead. Nobody else can be Jughead. Well, that's like the whole <laughs> point of... Fine, then it I'll be It was my more. idea, so I can be Jughead. I'm going to be Mort. <laughs> that's that's the Bazooka Joe <laughs> group costume. Yeah, I'm in a different fucking group from you. I'm out of your group, if so I'm going to be Mort. Me and my Matt group is, sees Matt's your group. going to be Bazooka Joe. <laughs> We're going to throw down. And Trayvell, you're going to be a third character from Bazooka Joe <laughs> that I can't name. <laughs> um, what were okay. we talking about? We were talking about this McFlurry. So did you rest it before you consumed it or did you? Yeah. I sat it out on the stove. Not the stove was not on. Um, okay. I just, that would I just be amazing. On the I stove. would have been 100% back on board if part of this was lighting it on fire. <laughs> throw a little, throw a little cooking sherry on top. <laughs> a little razzle dazzle. Sure. You, know? you, you don't, you don't ever have your McFlurries all flambe. Yeah. Like sizzling fajitas. <laughs> Who doesn't get hungry when those sizzling fajitas come to the table? Okay, so you rested it on top of the stove. I did. I rested it for, you know, 45 seconds. And then I was being impatient um, and just started, you know, hacking away um, yeah. with, 45 with the seconds. spoon. What you're telling us is you failed, you failed to rest it. 
You didn't well, rest it for 45 seconds. You tried um, to rest it for a reasonable amount of time and failed completely. Well, 45 okay. seconds is not reasonable to you. Okay. Point grant. Point grant. Okay. You know, I, t- it, I take I mean, it back. Also, you know, it's like, you know, if you you introduce some, you know, kinetic energy in, exactly. into the thingamajiggy, right. you know, it'll it'll start getting moving. So I and just wanted to speed I mean, that's it up the, the, a little. It's founded on the principle of a, you know, flurry-like motion. Mm-hmm. You, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Physics. That's what it is. Let's Science. get back to the principles on which our McFlurries were right. founded. <laughs> energy just changes, Jesse. <laughs> It doesn't go away. It just changes. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jordan. I feel your vibrations. Thank you. So, Trayvell. Much like the wind, <laughs> relationships. Did you always plan to introduce new fix-ins, or was that an improvisatory situation? Oh, it was very improvisational. Um, <laughs> I uh, did not really have dinner. I had a uh, fried chicken thigh left over from my Roscoe's chicken and waffles, which I got for breakfast this morning. So I had the chicken, but I was like, I'm still hungry, but we have a recording to do. And so I said, I got to nibble on something. And so I went into my freezer looking to see if I had a pizza roll and I did not. But I did have a McFlurry from yesterday. Dreamville, then, I'm worried that you're going to end up with scurvy or gout or something. At, the, at oh, this I point in your stuff. description. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, good. I eat vegetables every now and okay. again. Great. You know, okay. non-processed good. items. This, you know. This got me, that, that back and forth got me thinking. I want to throw something out. You guys give mm-hmm. me your gut reaction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which Phil was talking about looking for a pizza roll <laughs> and found the McFlurry. <laughs> I was thinking we were leading to an area where the pizza roll got added to the McFlurry. Mm. Do you wow. think the world is ready for the savory McFlurry? Wow. Mm. Do you think you could throw in, you know, spicy Louisiana sausage? Jordan, why are we not? Social media consultants for major brands. I don't know. I would love to be. We could come up with this kind of garbage all month long. Sure. Just be Jesse and Jordan's garbage bullshit month on the (laughs) McDonald's We'll work work on the name. We'll work on the name. (laughs) We just announced that we thought of Savory McFlurries. That's a bad pitch. (laughs) And watch the checks roll in. Yeah. Mm -mm. That sounded nasty, so don't do that. (laughs) I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, You're good. good. That's the point. We're getting hate clicks. Oh, 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 oh. We're trying to generate buzz. Oh, is that what we do to generate buzz these days? We're trying to raise awareness, <laughs> Trayvell. Right. A lot of people don't know about McFlurries, and we like we like to make sure that they do. I don't. I thought they said over a billion people served or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> but they didn't all order McFlurries. A lot Valid of them point. got the apple pie. Valid point. Valid point. <laughs> so, Trayvall, you're looking around the kitchen. You're thinking, mm-hmm. well, as long as I'm stirring this, I might as well be stirring something in. I might as well be essentially double flurrying it. Well, sort of, kind of. I opened my cabinet to see if I had, you know, something microwavable or something. I don't know. And I didn't. There's like rice in there. And uh, there was a pack of Swiss Miss mm-hmm. hot chocolate. And I said, "Ooh!" now I should also give you background and say that I'm, you know, one of those kids that, you know, would just eat the powder by yeah. itself. Like we don't mm-hmm. need any kind of fluid. You just eat the powder. And so I was like, "Ooh, nostalgia. Why not? Um, and so originally they began, it was two separate, you know, I was just eating them at the same time, not together. And you I was hadn't like, yet gone full Roy I Joy. Had not, I had not. But then I had a stroke of genius and said, why not just put it inside the cup and then mix it around? And sure. so that's how we got it. And listen, I, it might change your life. You might want to try it. Do you Okay. So mm-hmm. I I understand your position with re eating it dry. <laughs> um, th- that is I I can't claim to never have eaten a spoonful of Ovaltine in my childhood. Mm-hmm. Now, did I also eat 
dog kibble a few times? Yeah. Okay, well, want to see on. what it was like. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I ate I ate a few spoonfuls of rich chocolate Ovaltine in in my time. Mm-hmm. We were what? a Carnation Instant Breakfast family, and <laughs> I've had a couple spoonfuls of that. Great. Mm-hmm. So that's all covered. As long as Matt has this is a, this is eaten just a chocolate safe quick, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're good to go. Um, I uh, this is a safe space for nasty powder eaters. <laughs> if you're out there, if you're just taking spoonfuls of powder powder to the dome, just know that we see you. No matter how girthsome your spoon is. (laughs) Trayvell. I just wrote a book. (laughs) A scholarly book. (laughs) Combined. We're talking about girthy spoons. We are. Yes, this is important. (laughs) It is. I I agree. Trayvell, (laughs) what Mm -hmm. about the little marshmallows what are those like because they're like dehydrated (laughs) oh not only are they dehydrated but i also feel like they might have been like stale i don't know if they get stale or not i don't think they were ever fresh well valid valid point Mm -hmm. um but they but it added an extra you know crunch you know to the experience so it, it wasn't bad i just you know poured it right into the cup as well yeah i you know the more you describe this, Trayvell, the more on board one, I you? am and the the yeah. more concerned I am that Jordan has registered so many objections through the course of this segment. <laughs> Jordan's Jordan's uh naturally contrary nature. Um, true. Has, I, I gotta have a hot take. I like to get in there. I like to You like, like to, to fight, Jordan. I like That's to what that scrum is. Scrum it up. I'm scrumming mm-hmm. it up in the streets. <laughs> In the back alleys, I'm scrumming. <laughs> yeah. The Beatles uh, were bad. <laughs> Overrated. <laughs> the, sup- um, the Sopranos wasn't as influential. Okay, sorry. What, six feet under? What would be, what is it, six feet under, I guess? Arliss started it all. Arliss was the <laughs> beginning of prestige TV. <laughs> That's my uh, contrarian voice. Ah, he talks like this, huh? Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Green lights for suckers. Go on red. I agree with Matthew Perry. Keanu Reeves is a bad actor. Drag me. Drag me online. (laughs) I don't care if he's daddy. (laughs) Scrumming it up in the streets. What's the contrarian eating here? <laughs> Spoonfuls of carnation instant breakfast. I don't have time for milk. <laughs> is, is, this, is this contrarian? I mean, is one of the things that he's contrary about that people should should not live on land rather than should live at sea? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Humans will develop gills if we simply take to the sea. <laughs> Wait, did this Succession is overrated. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't stand Roman and Jerry. <laughs> is, I, okay, so here's something that yes. I'm wondering about this contrarian. Is one of his takes... That Waterworld was not a fiasco because I know how strongly he feels about people right, developing yes. gills. Would a bad movie have spawned such an entertaining stunt show? I think not. <laughs> Trevel, I'm got, I'm I don't remember reading about Waterworld. <laughs> no. In your new book, we see each other a black trans journey through TV and film. But I'm just gonna. You have a pretty. Expensive. There's an index. You can check it. You index know, here. look for Mariner. Look for <laughs> Wachowski, Lana and Lily, Walker, Lamont. Watch out for the big girls. Uh, Lachlan, Sean, and Marlon Wayans. Yeah, I don't think I don't think we got Waterworld in Ida there. Ida B. But Wells. Maybe it's under know. Ida B. Wells. Maybe, perhaps. Here it is, page fifty-two. White chicks. <laughs> Wider world. <laughs> it's the new Wes Anderson. I'd like to thank you. I was going to say just 
<laughs> that the Wayans family do a sci-fi epic. Yeah. I think either mm. way, either direction could be a great direction for this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for this line of inquiry. Okay, we found out everything we need to know about uh, this McFlurry. When we come back, <laughs> when we come back, I have a big apology to make related to ice cream. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Hey, I'm Dan McCoy. I'm Stuart Wellington. And I'm Elliot Kalen. Listen, you like podcasts, right? Sure you do. Don't try and lie to me. You're listening to one right now, so why not try a different one called R1, The Flophouse? Uh-huh, and on The Flophouse, we watch a movie and talk about it. And then sometimes we also do other stuff. It's all meant to be funny and fun, and we think you'll have a good time. And just to be clear, the name of the podcast is not Our One, The Flophouse. It's just called The Flophouse. <laughs> I do a lot of correcting Dan. The Flophouse, a lot of correcting Dan. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I am Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. A Jordan Morris boy, detective. Travel Anderson, the baddest authoress you have ever read. It's true. And I've read some very bad authoresses. <laughs> some truly. Bad to the bone. <laughs> Literally to the bone. Now, Trevel, of course, bad to the marrow. Period. Okay. Yeah. That's the, in the, right there in the middle of the bone. <laughs> I teased I teased a an ice cream apology, mm-hmm. and this is something that has been weighing on me, so I just want to yeah. get it out no, there. This is, a, this is a safe space. Thank you for sharing your truth with us, Jesse. I have been eating a lot of milkshakes lately. Trayville doesn't know this, but I eat ice cream every day. Mm, I used to. It's sort of, it's sort of like my little indulgence. <laughs> Wait, Travel, when was your ice cream period? When were you eating <laughs> ice cream every day? This oh, I literally stopped like four months ago. It was getting out of control. I would, I, it was so, it was so bad, Jesse. I would go to Cold Stone Creamery once a week to load up. Wow. On uh, a giant, like, half-gallon pint thingamajiggy of my favorite ice cream, and I would eat through it every single week. It was wonderful, actually. What was your favorite? Half-French vanilla, half-cake batter with Oreos, Reese's, rainbow sprinkles. That's a lot of different shit. Mm -hmm. Your ice cream was doing a lot. Uh, well, I mean, did you expect anything uh, less? Fair enough. On brand, the brand <laughs> a, is strong. A, mac- a maximalist <laughs> ice cream. <laughs> uh, uh, what, did you stop for a like particular reason, or just needed to need to needed to mix it up? Um, I realized that I have begun to develop a lactose intolerance, and oh, no. I said, you know, unfortunately, I must put this to. The, the wayside, but I wanted to treat myself last night and obviously today, hence the McFlurry. You got to treat I, I was making myself a milkshake. Do you do, mm-hmm. uh, do, you do uh, just in the blender? You got a hand blender? How are you making these shakes? No, I don't need some fucking robot mixing up my ice cream. Sorry, no <laughs> offense, Trayvon. <laughs> <laughs> I... I can do it by hand. You've seen one of these things. Try and stop Will Smith. You don't trust it. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Why would I? Why would I let one of these Will Smith stompers at my ice cream? They can stomp one of America's most. Oh right, very competent rappers. Had the rap world moved on by then? Yes, largely, but you know, he his style held up impressively well to the mm-hmm. test of time. I thought parents just don't understand. In conclusion, Jesse, you're I'm, I'm starting to think you're you're skirting the issue. What's the, when when's this apology coming down the pipe? Come on. So I happen to have some of my favorite ice cream, Tillamook brand ice cream, uh, the chocolate chip flavor, which is. A really impressive achievement, I think, because ordinarily chocolate chip ice cream is bullshit. And this is a really successful chocolate chip ice cream. But, you know, sometimes 
when I'm making a milkshake, I like to get out my little container of malt, put some malt in there, and make it into a malted. And I had this memory. Is this carnation malt from the makers of the Instant Breakfast? That's the very one, so you know it well, Jordan. (laughs) You're going to love it in an instant. Not that I don't know everything about Carnation Instant Breakfast. I won a case of it in that boys club <laughs> right, yes. costume contest yes. where the guy who fucking kid who won just wore his dad's cop outfit. Fucking, I finished in second, got diet seven ups and their Carnation Instant Breakfast is a prize. 12. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I like to make myself a malt sometimes with the malt powder. And I had this sudden rush of memory and this is where the apology comes in. When I was in college, I had a friend named Ben Smith. Nice guy from Thousand Oaks, was in a Vespa gang, had been on The Secret World of Alex Mack. So sort of a summary. Just a real back of the... Everything you need to know. Yeah. Hardcore straight edge, had a Vespa that could drive between Santa Cruz and Los Angeles. And uh, yeah, like I said was on The Secret World of Alex Mack. Ben Smith was out at a classic college hangout at a Mel's Diner or something like that. You know, one of these kind of Americana diner type situations. Okay. This was in college? Yeah, this is in college. This is what you do in college. You go to the diner, no one orders enough things, you're wasting the staff's time. Sure. (laughs) <laughs> they work so hard for what little money they make and it's really a punishment to them that you're even there. Mm-hmm. So Ben is looking at the menu and he says, I think I'm going to get a milkshake. And we're like, oh, great. That's great. And he goes, I've never had a malt. Are malts good? And I think we all were like blown away. This guy had never had a malt before. We're 20 years old. It's 20 long years in which he should have been having malts and was missing out. And we're like, oh, yeah, malts are great. You should definitely get a malt. So 10 minutes later, waitress comes, takes our order. He says, Ben Smith says, can I have a strawberry milkshake? You know what? Strawberry malt. I was knocked off balance and I didn't recover. And then I had to order my food. So I ordered my food, you know. Later on, the food comes. He tries his strawberry malt and he's like, oh, this is terrible. (laughs) And I think someone else was like, yeah, well, of course it is. It's a strawberry malt. And he was like, well, I thought malts were supposed to be good. And we're like, yeah, well, strawberry malts aren't good. And I I realize now, I mean, I knew it then too. But again, I was all over everywhere. How fucked up it was that I didn't have the presence of mind as he ordered it right. to say to him. Just get chocolate or van- vanilla. Chocolate or vanilla. Yeah. Just Mm -hmm. get chocolate or vanilla and get that a malt or just get a strawberry milkshake. I feel like such a fucking asshole all these years later. And wherever you are, Ben, whether whether or not you're with Alex Mack, I apologize. I wish you the best in your career as a, I don't know, Lambretta mechanic. (laughs) A cruel twist of fate. He learned to fix scooters, and, he, and now he works on Lambrettas. Jesse, are you going to do a, like a notes app post of that to Twitter? Yeah, <laughs> I've already got the screen caps okay. lined up. It's brave of you to share that. You are canceled. Um, I'm going to have to wait to post it though, because I know if I post the screen caps that I have now, all anyone is going to talk about in the comments is that my phone battery is too low. <laughs> right, so screaming. It's really brave of you. <laughs> Um, yeah. I just well, feel hey, like I feel bad. No, you, yeah, it's it been was, 20 years, you know. I'm up. just glad I got it off my chest. You know, hey, if Ben's listening, mm. Jesse, Jesse will mail you a check for six bucks. You know what? How about this? I'll go one further. Ben Smith, 
if you're listening right now, right now, first of all, again, I hope you're doing well. <laughs> Second of all, collecting Northern Soul forty fives, maybe. Yeah, I think that's about right. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Uh, seems to. Yeah, no, it's like you're 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 right on target. Right on target. I won't just send you six dollars. If you're listening, send us an email at jordanjessego at maximumfun.org. Send us an email at jjgo at maximumfun.org. And uh, I will send you a chocolate malt. (laughs) Malt in the mail. Beautiful. Who else is offering malts in the mail? What other podcast? Mm. This is braver than when Morgan Spurlock self-canceled. Yeah. <laughs> Travel, you're the co-host of the hit podcast Fanti, the award-winning hit podcast Fanti. Mm-hmm. You two ever send out any malts in the mail? No, nah, we don't send nobody nothing. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. So there you go. Wow. Jordan Jesse go. Where's our award? This We're mailing malts where's our fucking award. <laughs> where's our award? Where's our award? I'm offering Ben Smith from The Secret Life of Alex Mack. You know, if any of the cast of Roundhouse is listening, we'll mail you a malt, too. (laughs) Anybody was on, you know, any Snick show. Let me say this. Any Are You Afraid of the Dark? Pete, if you're listening right now, we'll send you a a chocolate malt. I don't care if you're Pete or Pete. (laughs) Yeah. We'll send Pete and Pete one. I don't know if that was part of Snick, Jesse. Oh, was it not? I don't know. What are we? What was it? What was the summer camp one? What about that one? That uh oh um oh gosh, uh right. And their counselor's name was Ugg. Oh, salute your shorts. Salute, salute your shorts. shorts. Thank you, Jordan. Yeah, I didn't have cable. If, don- if donkey, can... if donkey lips is listening, <laughs> we'll mail you a malt. <laughs> Melody I really from hey only. Dude. Only really got to watch it in the afternoon at my friend Jody's house. So all I really know is Danger Mouse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Danger Mouse, if you're listening. Banana I, Man. <laughs> you know what? I can't afford, I can't afford fucking international yeah, package no, rates. Mail, mail them all <laughs> Have you seen the international mailing rates, Trayvell, recently? <laughs> They're out of control. No, I, 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 the, what are the prices like? They're, they're sky high. Sky high. Thank you. Uh, we'll listen. Speaking of tween entertainment, <laughs> from... Jesse, you're b- very brave. We're very yeah. brave. Um, and we have some very brave listeners who give us a call at two zero six nine eight four four fun to share or their stories. or send us their voice memos at jjgo@maximumfun.org. Here's someone who's done that. Hey, jjgo. Uh, this is Ryan. I'm just calling in to for a um momentification. Uh, I, in about three hours, I'm about to graduate from medical school, and I intend to leave a voicemail as I'm walking across the stage, which I'm pretty sure would confer medical degrees upon both of you as well. So if I can figure that how that how that works, then welcome to medicine. And if I can't, then I'll also report a moment of shame where I failed to leave a voicemail that I promised. Okay, so so yeah, Matt is saying we, there is there is a second voicemail. We will get a satisfying conclusion to this riveting tale. Nothing really happens. You just hear a lot of clapping and stuff. This could be a this could well, this could be a penguin in the pants. Because do you remember our our old friend Gene O'Neill, mm-hmm. with whom we once did college radio, big time Gene O'Neill. When Gene and I graduated from college, because you, Jordan, you were a year behind us, but Ugh, don't remind me. We're in the same cohort. <laughs> All right, rub it in. <laughs> I'm younger than you. <laughs> we were in the same cohort mm-hmm. at Porter College at UC Santa Cruz. And Gene's little brother, who was 16, I think, mm-hmm. seven, 16, I think is how old he was. When we all had to go into the dining hall to give our names, to get on the form, to get our outfit, to go 
accept our degree. Gene's little brother just went in with Gene, gave his name, and then was in our graduation ceremony. Well, Jesse, they have digital safeguards against that now. We graduated really? in analog like, are, age. Are all, are all medical students watermarked now? Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> so they know. This is tr- And hey, we, if what they're saying is correct, we have honorary me- medical degrees. See you assholes later. I'm writing myself a prescription for some Adderall. I am staying up all night. <laughs> it's going to be the most productive night of my life. This is great. What, what fun. Guys, I'm out on this. I don't want to have to go through honorary residency. No, mm. you don't have to. You just have the degree. But then I can't practice. If I haven't done the residency, how, how can I practice? Who cares? Just write some prescriptions. For what? Adderall? Whatever, man. <laughs> Whatever you're All right, I'm staying up all night. Hell yeah. This is going to be the most productive <laughs> night of my life. Yeah, we'll see who's more productive. With these prescriptions. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be so amazing. Woman at the pharmacy in Mexico City, I was buying some medication, some non-illicit medication, some standard medication for some traveler's distress that I was suffering. Diarrhea. You're familiar with this distress. <laughs> Diarrhea. <laughs> That's the one. The old traveler's <laughs> distress. <laughs> and uh, she was so nice. And she really wanted to sell me some other medications. And I was like, I just feel like it's so easy to get boner pills on the internet now. That even if I wanted. Was was she specifically trying to upsell you boner pills? No, she was trying to upsell me. And she knew that I was, uh, you know, a North American guy in there. Spanish wasn't strong and probably I was there to buy boner pills. Like probably I had a cover story and then I was there to buy boner pills. She was like, she was giving me like, uh, mm-hmm. is there anything else you would mm-hmm. like to buy? Kind of look. <laughs> doing jazz hands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For the folks listening, Jesse was doing jazz hands when he said that. Because you can buy these, generally speaking, over the counter. I mean, you have to buy them from the pharmacist, but you can buy them over the counter in Mexico. And I, I felt like, first of all, I had discomfort and shame about the prospect of breaking the rules. Second of all, I didn't need boner pills. And third of all, it's so easy to get boner pills by telling a chat bot that you have boner problems, I think, right? Like, can't you just go to one of these things from a television commercial during the baseball game and just tell a chatbot you have boner problems? Yeah, here's the problem, though. It's an imperfect It's an imperfect system because if you go on there and you tell oh. the chatbot that you're looking for, you know, medication, it'll just spit out a picture of the Pope wearing a puff, puffy coat. <laughs> <laughs> then you get the boner, am I right? <laughs> yeah, well, that's boner material. Sure. Yeah. Anyway, I just... <laughs> I felt like it was a missed opportunity. I felt like, I don't know how I'm going to feel about it. And in 20 years, it'll be like that time that the fireman offered me a, a ride on the fire truck. And I said, no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? I had a chance to engage with giant Viking Santa and I didn't take it. Yeah. You blew that one big time. Yeah. I'm you're, you're on the hook for that. <laughs> you're going to be on the hook for that for a long time. Travel, what are some you- of your regrets? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like what either of you have just detailed. <laughs> I, that, whoa, my God, the lives that you both live. Yeah. I am, you know, amazed. Uh, truly, I've just, you know, sit over here slightly regretting this McFlurry I had. <laughs> I feel like it's bubbling up inside. Yep. Speaking of traveler's distress. You know what? Let's do can a check-in. I, can I recommend <laughs> something, Trayvell? What? <laughs> Head to Mexico City, <laughs> hit up an independent pharmacy, and see what else they want to sell you. Find see out what else is there. Listen, they're glad to do. It. She was the. She wasn't like duplicitous. She was just helpful. She was like a nice lady <laughs> who. Yes. Want, it was like somebody saying like somebody like seeing a a teenager go into the drugstore and being like, "It's okay for you to ask if you can buy condoms." 
sure. Mm-hmm. It was like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was a nice woman. Well, hey, you guys want to take a break? See what else is behind the buy counter? Some and then... and... <laughs> buy some condoms. Buy some condoms. I'll meet you guys at Walgreens. <laughs> I double dog dare you. Get in there. Get in there. Buy them. Buy them. <laughs> okay, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. I'm glad you said that because nobody says that. Can I just say thank you to you for such a thoughtful interview? Oh, my God. Yeah, I think you nailed it. Bullseye. Interviews with creators you love and creators you need to know. Listen to the Bullseye podcast only from NPR and Maximum Fun. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I am Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Uh, Jordan Morris, boy detective. Trayvell Anderson, your new favorite authoress. Trayvell, I have an important question for you here. Mm -hmm. I have an important answer for you. (laughs) So... Your book is a sort of combination memoir and history of uh, transness and black transness in film, or it is a very first person version of the latter, let's say. Sure. So that seems that seems about right, right? A very yeah. a very first person history of now, obviously, there are explicitly trans stories in the book there's you know there are there have been many great uh trans actors and directors and films and so forth but there are also necessarily many films in here that are not explicitly trans in their subject their creators their themes Mm -hmm. they're ones that you experienced in ways that helped you understand your transness. Mm-hmm. When you looked back on this retrospectively, a life of film film watching mm-hmm. as a professional culture critic who only, you know, relatively recently in life came to identify as trans, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what surprised you that all of a sudden you saw it as a trans text? Oh, um, you know, what is really interesting is that you, I know you all love your, you know, Saturday morning cartoons and whatnot here on the show. (laughs) Do you sound, Um, you sound, that sounds borderline contemptuous. I'm not (laughs) sure where you're headed. Contemptuous or not, it's true. (laughs) Yeah. I don't even know if this is a Saturday morning cartoon, but the Powerpuff Girls, yeah. Have you all familiar yeah, with sure. yes, Bubbles and Nim? Sure. Um, so there was Buttercup, Professor yeah. Newtonium. Look, oh, you know, you know it. You was watching, Jordan. Yeah. You was watching. I well, can, so there. I kind of just want to name Powerpuff Girls characters anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so there was a character on the Powerpuff Girls by the name of Him. Um, Him was a villain. Now hold on. Uh oh. How could there be? A character on the Powerpuff Girls called mm-hmm. him when I'm him. <laughs> this is a great know. question. <laughs> I don't know. This is a great question. Um, He's him. It me. <laughs> <laughs> it Hume. Seed. Seed is nut. Spoon is thick. Show. This is show. You listen to show. <laughs> Nothing else. We not make you. We not make you. Your fault. Your fault. Your fault. Bad to listen to show. No. <laughs> y'all are wild. Do y'all know that? Do y'all know that? Has anyone ever told y'all, y'all that y'all are wild? No. no. Uh, I, I am legitimately very interested in this. As yeah. a big Powerpuff Girls fan, as a huge fan of him, uh, arguably the best villain on Powerpuff Girls, even better than Fuzzy Lumpkins. Who is him? Who is him? Him is a villain, one of, the, one of the many villains on the Powerpuff Girls. I learned recently that him is actually an acronym. And so the character's full name is His Infernal Majesty. Hell yeah. 
um, but it, him for short. And he was just character this like lobster, he had lobster claws and these like black high heel Lady Gaga style boots and eyelashes and blush and this little, you know, pink tutu-esque moment of, of a dress, but like, you know, voice was like super deep at at times and also super high at various times. And so now today, right, in the course of like writing the book and like revisiting so much, um, I now recognize that as like a, a trans, perhaps non-binary character that I came across early um, in life that was particularly impactful for me at a particular time, um, even though you know, so many other people might not see that character as non-binary or or trans. But I think, you know, it was interesting to do the book and and as you highlight, you know, pull out some of these images in culture that, you know, might not traditionally be seen as a trans narrative or text, but like, you know, bringing my perspective and my read on it. I had a similar experience when I was a kid. Uh, watching the movie Field of Dreams. So I felt like Kevin Costner in Field of Dreams was the first time I had really had the chance to see myself reflected mm. just as a straight, mm -hmm. cis, mm -hmm. white <laughs> man mm -hmm. who believed mm -hmm. that a voice talking mm -hmm. to him in his dreams was more important mm -hmm. than uh, food for mm -hmm. his family. Mm. Um, like... People like me and Kevin Costner are so rarely, so many people, yes. so many times you see in film characters who ignore voices that talk to them in their dreams and mm. tell them to build baseball stadiums so that they can meet their dad again, who's dead. Mm -hmm. um, or grandpa. I can't remember. And so, yeah, that was really important. That was sort of like yes. your experience with him. Is just like Sounds retrospectively like yeah. now I realize, mm -hmm. like as a speaking as a country doctor who gave up a major league baseball career <laughs> in order to heal the sick, um, and learned that there are other things almost as important as baseball. I saw myself in Field of Dreams. Beautiful, I love that for you. Thank you. Thank you so much. What as about a, white girls? As, as How do you a, feel about white girls? As a man, as a man in black. <laughs> as, a man, as, as a man in black. <laughs> I sometimes hear my story wrapped back to me by Will Smith <laughs> over the credits of the movie. Uh, white chicks, Jesse? Is that what you? White chicks, yeah. Okay. White, white chicks. chicks. So I talk about white chicks in the book in the context of this like recurring uh uh mantra if you will in the industry that black men black funny men in particular have to you know put on a dress in order to have mainstream success and i talk about what ultimately are these drag characters that you know whether it's the waynes brothers or tyler perry as medea or martin lawrence as shanene or jamie fox as wanda you know i can keep going down a very long list um how those types of characters Characters. This also includes your favorite, you know, social media, Instagram influencer who puts on uh, a wig to affect a particular character, how the same jokes that we often hear um, lodged at those types of characters, which is often about their bodies, their physicality, their big hands, their mustaches, their their facial hair. Um, their, you know, big feet, broad shoulders are the exact same types of quote unquote jokes that get lodged at black trans women in films in real life and how the presence of the similarities between the two, I think, requires us as a community to think differently about these characters that we have fallen in love with so much um, and that everybody loves White Chicks. White Chicks is an amazing, hilarious movie. <laughs> and it is. And yet also, um, I find it interesting that those similarities exist in the types of violences that happen on screen and that which happens off screen. And I think we as a broader culture and community should grapple and wrestle with those things. So that's how White Chicks factors wow. in to the book. 
uh, I am very excited to read a scholarly book that includes both Powerpuff Girls and White Chicks. <laughs> <laughs> sounds, sounds like my kind of book. And intermittent <clears throat> mentions of Andre Leon Talley, which is what oh, yes. I need from books in future. <laughs> all books in future should, it doesn't have to all be about ALT, but like just periodically, let's get a check in. Where are we at with re Louis Vuitton, uh, Louis Vuitton canvas print Afghans? <laughs> uh, Javel, do you have any like uh, book events coming up? Uh, any 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 things like that folks can come out to? We have a lot coming up and going on. I'm so tired already. I know, I know. Um, we have June 7th. I'll be in D.C. at the MLK Library. Um, that is Trey Bell, that's our nation's capital. That is the nation's capital. So I've been told. Um, and so that'll be on June 7th. That's a Wednesday. Um, they can follow my social media or whatever to like, you know, RSVP for all of those things. I'll be in Miami in June as well. Um, a little of this, a little of that, just follow the social medias, you know, to stay up to date. Um, but I love seeing people in person. Miami from the, from the Will Smith song. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. The very one. Mm hmm. (laughs) <laughs> well, what a millennium it's going to be. Huh? <laughs> uh, Travel, always a joy to see you. Travel's new book is called We See Each Other, A Black Trans Journey Through TV and Film. They are also co-host of Fanti, which if you have not heard Fanti yet... It is award-winning mm-hmm. for a reason. It is mm-hmm. both uh, fascinating and insightful and a hoot and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, I Trayvell and, and Jared get into some of the stickier situations in uh, American culture and uh, really hash them out, really get into the business. We do what we can. Every Thursday, check us out. Fanti, F-A-N-T-I. It's a lot of fun. Our theme music on Jordan, Jesse Go, Love You by The Free Design, courtesy of The Free Design and Light in the Attic Records. You can find us on all the social medias, twitter.com slash jordanjessego, facebook.com slash jordanjessego, Instagram at Morris and at put.this.on, and of course on Reddit at maximumfun.reddit.com. There are wikis of Jordan, Jesse Go. Jordan, did you know that? Did you know there's wikis? Update fan the wikis. Update the wiki. You got some important new Update information. Update the wikis in this episode. Let everyone know nuts or seeds. Everybody already knows nuts or seeds. Anybody's ever took a goddamn science class? Well, can't hurt to have it on the wiki. You think there's people <laughs> listening to shows never taken a single goddamn science class? Of course they know nuts or seeds. All right, all right, all right. Give me a give me a break. <laughs> I'm, lay Jordan, off, lay off, okay? Jordan, Jordan <laughs> you big bully. Jordan, Jordan, I'm never going to stop razzing you, buddy. Oh, man, I'm so razzed right now. I'm never going to stop razzing you, buddy. I'm razzed. Matt Lieb is our producer. Brian Sonny D. Fernandez, our producer emeritus. Um, Look, is that all the credits? God only knows. No way to know for sure. But it's enough, probably. So we'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. I'll hug you and kiss you and love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.